Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do it. We are live. <laughs> hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the show. We've got a two-person show today for you. Mr. House is, if you follow him on Instagram, I'm sure you've seen, he and his boy Dexter are getting it done. Um, I guess they're building, what is it, the loft in their It's a mezzanine, yeah. Mezzanine, He's yeah. Uh, He's using his forklift to uh, go ahead and get that mezzanine built out of I-beams, which looks like a hell of a lot of fun. I'm sure it'll be really useful once he's done. Yeah, lots of man basket action. And (laughs) he's been, uh, man, I'll tell you, some of those uh, photos and videos, it's been so funny because... I'll look at the photo and swear it's Brian, but then look closer and it's Dexter. <laughs> and it's know? Dexter. They're, he's like a spitting image. It's crazy. Oh, man. Totally. Complete oh. spitting image. But, yeah, so they're busy getting that done. So, uh, yeah, B. Cone and I are, are men in the mics today. Yes, sir. Day, on the uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, I guess this will drop on Thanksgiving sometime early morning on thanksgiving here in the u.s so mm-hmm. pretty cool for sure for sure so ben what is your favorite part about thanksgiving is it the food family football like what's what's your big thing pr- definitely the family i think you know of course, it's of course so i'm actually back in pennsylvania right now and nice. this is the first time that i've been back for thanksgiving since i was in college wow so, pretty crazy (laughs) yeah that's huge it is it's kind of wild you know then and this time of year back here is like you know the best time of year because hunting season's coming on Mm -hmm. and you know so everybody's yeah at least all the men are ramped up ready to go ready for (laughs) hunting you know yeah so yeah what about you what's your favorite part yeah, of course it's the family. Like uh, being able to. Luckily, I only live about now two hours away from my family, like where I grew up. Right. Um, you know, obviously my my siblings both moved down to Nashville shortly after college. Yeah. So they're not around. They come up for Christmas. They don't make it up for Thanksgiving. 
But, um, yeah. you know, seeing all of my family, which I get to do pretty regularly, which I'm very grateful for. Like, I'm, right. I'm very, you know, lucky to be able to live that close to almost all of my family, which is kind of crazy. But, yeah, um, obviously also, I mean, food's a fantastic. I mean, hell yeah, of, of course. <laughs> so I can I was remember. actually... I was actually just listening to last year's Thanksgiving pod that you and Brian did. I, you know, that, that all, that floored me thinking about that this week. I didn't get a chance to go back and listen to it, but it's like, wow, that was a whole year, you know, been doing the show for a year or more now at this point yeah. and haven't been as consistent lately, but man, it's just well, so cool. You have cool a damn good reason. Back. Like, it's not like yeah. you're just flaking out. <laughs> it's been, uh, it's been quite the adventure. And that was the other part of, of coming back was I had a bunch of tests and and uh, things done. What was it earlier this week? Monday, Tuesday of this week, trying to figure out you know can we finally start this thing? And we're inching ever so slowly towards a yes. And Yay! Yeah, that's so awesome. Ne- next week I meet uh, on Thursday with the doctors and then. If all goes well, mid-December, we would start. So awesome. it's kind of weird, I'll, to be honest. It's like a strange feeling, you know? <laughs> so does that mean that you're in PA now until then, or are you just flying yeah. in for Thanksgiving? Okay, no, cool. I'll, pro- I'll, be just, I'll just stay here, and then um, Christy and the boys are all going to head back with her mother and be back there. So it'll be... Yeah, it's gonna be a change, a major change. And it, great, you're I, that far away from your shop. You know, I complain yeah. about my hour drive. You're a flight away. I'll tell you, it was really odd. So the way it worked out was, um, Christy and the boys and everybody came back, and then I was in Boise for like two or three days on my own, just because of the way flights worked out. I didn't get mine till the last minute, and um, so I was there. For a couple, three days on my own, so just 24-7 in the shop. But walking out of there for the last time was definitely a strange feeling, you know? <laughs> Do you know when you're going to be back into the shop, or is it going to no. be a while? No. Oof. Yeah, and it could be like six months, you Ooh. know? So that's I didn't the... realize it was such a lengthy procedure and put you out for so long. Well, it's kind of weird because... The crux of it is about a month and a half to two months. You okay. know, like they say the first hundred days more or less are uh, the the most serious, right? But really there's 20 days initially of conditioning where they're basically killing your immune system and then they'll do the transplant and then beyond that you're you know, hospitalized for a a little while, but it's mostly, I guess, you know, for the most part, it's preventing, um, infection and those kinds of things, you know, cause there's no real Mm -hmm. surgery or anything. It's just the fact that you have no immune system. So they don't, they don't want to let you out of a bubble, you know, very Mm -hmm. easily. So it's, yeah, it's kind of unknown. It's all dependent on how well you do, um, Mine will be donor stem cells, so that makes it a little bit different because it's um, there's a there's a better chance of your body rejecting the the stem cells right. and not getting what they call engraftment. So, you know, if that goes on, then that adds time to it. And but once they 
once they let you out, then uh, essentially um, they still want you within like a 20 minute drive of the hospital. So I'll right. be in Pittsburgh for, you know, a couple months after getting out of the hospital. But So you're in PA, you're with your family. Will they be able to interact with you? Or you're pretty much going to be in your in your room and you're not going to be able to really leave that area yeah. because of your immune system. We're not 100% sure. At least initially it'll be that, you know, I'll be in seclusion more or less. But mm. what we don't know is if, um, and we'll find that out Thursday, but we don't know if somebody's, like my mom will primarily be down there. And we found an apartment down there because, you know, if she's going to be down there kind of full time, then, you know, it just would get crazy with hotels and everything else. So oh, for sure, for sure. We went ahead and found a, a apartment, and that way when I get out or, you know, whatever, it's there, and we have a familiar place to go back to. The, my thought is that they'll at least allow one or two people in to, to, mm. to see me as long as, you know, they're not sick and everything else. But, yeah, so it's kind of a – yeah, it, it – that's where it's such a weird feeling because it's like I'm excited, but I'm scared to death. <laughs> You're excited because this could, you know, potentially fix your ailment. Yes. Or, but, you know, yeah, there's always with any surgery, there's a risk there and it's kind of scary. Yeah, of it's weird. And it's also strange because, you know, every other time that I've gone into the hospital, I've had a major surgery. And then there's that sort of physical recovery you know like oh mm -hmm. getting over the pain of of a surgery or whatever but with this it's basically chemotherapy to slowly kill your immune system you know <laughs> and then bringing you back to life so it's going to be a whole that that side will be completely different um yeah you know not having to necessarily heal i mean you're still healing but it's a totally different kind of healing and so much of it, it's almost like um, a lot like the the pandemic, right? Where it's like protecting you from an unknown, you, you know, like right. we don't want you to get uh, an infection or a virus or something like that. But who knows if you go out into the real world, you may or may not get one. Uh, right. But we're going to keep you in this bubble just in case. So, right. Right. Yeah, but in the end, I think <laughs> it'll all be worth it. I, I hope. Yeah, for and, sure. You know, but it's a long commitment. And but until then, it. so yeah, you're in PA. You have all the family around you. I imagine you guys are doing a big, you know, Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we are. We're actually we're gonna keep it a little bit low key, but um, it'll just be my f immediate family and my wife's immediate family. So, wow. Just, so uh, all under the same roof. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. yeah. They get along really well. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They get along incredibly well. But my folks are just down here in the woods, and then uh, Christy's folks live up in town. So it works out pretty good. I actually think while I'm back here, I'm gonna share some share some stuff on you know just video from around here. And I talk about this place so much that it's like ah, people probably want to see what it is living in the woods in Pennsylvania looks like. Right, you know? for sure. Love kind of to fun. see it. Jack's going to uh, stick around till I think they leave Monday evening, and so we're going to do some deer hunting this weekend. And cool. Yeah, it'll be fun. be a lot, lot like old times, you know. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So 
in that Thanksgiving dinner, I, I know last year you said your favorite is the stuffing. Is that still the case? Still, yeah. Still? has to be. Although yeah. turkey, you know, my old man ran a organic beef farm, but he also raised turkeys and chickens. And uh, so was it probably about four years ago, I can remember they had a 41-pound turkey. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Which was massive. Right. My mom was like, it took so long to cook. Right? I was going to say, because... you have to like cut that up just to fit it in the oven. Exactly. Yeah, they couldn't hardly find a pan to fit it in. It was Holy huge, cow. huge, huge. So they all got pretty blitzed that Thanksgiving waiting for the turkey to cook. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, what's your favorite part? So I also am a big stuffing fan. My my grandma makes a sausage stuffing that nice. is like my favorite by far. Yeah. And then the other favorite is my mom's rolls. I mean, nice. it, I, I kind of, I love bread. Like anybody who knows oh, me man. knows that, you know, yeah. bread is kind of my weakness. Probably why, why I'm as big as I am. <laughs> but I, if I didn't have Crohn's, I would be the same way. Holy cow. But I can yeah. remember, um. In grade school, growing up, after school, we would walk. My sister and I would walk to my Nana's house because we lived in the woods. So, you know, it was like we went to school in town, but to get ride the bus was like an hour and a half. So we'd always just go to Nana's house and then my mom or somebody would pick us up, you know, an hour or two later after they were done with whatever they were doing work and everything else. And uh, the cafeteria there made the best like loaves of French bread and they would bake it fresh on, I can't remember. I think it was like Wednesdays or Thursdays, middle of the week. And they'd send the, the loaves of bread that your parents ordered home with the kids, you know? Wow. Well, by the time we got to Nana's house, we'd have the inside of one of those loaves just eaten out. You know, we would just grab handfuls of that fresh white bread. Oh man, it was so good. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a bread fan. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've actually been uh, playing around. I, I have a bread making machine. Nice. And my mom, you know, gave me her old recipe that I'm pretty sure it goes back pretty far in my family. Yeah. But I translated that. So I had to reduce it to fit into the bread maker. Oh, bet. But, they're a little smaller, right? <laughs> right. It's a three cup, you know, okay. three cup of flour where normally... You know, the recipe makes a couple loaves of bread, so I had to yeah. reduce it. But sadly, this bread maker does not make it quite right. I've, I've yeah. played with all of I've, – I've kind of reduced and like, oh, well, maybe it's this needs a little more, this needs a little less. No. I've gone through yeah. four or five loaves of bread, and none of them are turning out right. So Bread is cranky. It's a shame. You know, it is. It um, is. For baking sure. is more like a science, I feel like, you know. Um, For sure. If you if you don't have your ratios right or your your chemistry right, you know it can go tits up pretty quick. <laughs> Absolutely, that's one thing I've learned from my brother down in Nashville. Yeah, like he, I mean, he makes ridiculously you know high end stuff now, but right, it all just goes down to okay, you need this much. That's exactly what you put in, and it's all yeah. time management and you know yep. making sure things are you know set up correct before you start. You know, yeah. Yeah, when you get cooking that way, right, where um, where it's pretty critical that you repeat the same recipe over and over and over, uh, it's not just a handful of this and a you know pinch no, of that. No, no, no. <laughs> Everything is weighed. A, yeah, very much a science at that level. For sure, which for sure. I think a lot of folks 
I don't like I hate to follow recipes. I just I can't. It, yeah. It's so like I find it harder. Number one, I think because most recipes are written in such a way that they are hard to follow. You know, there's like wordy descriptions of what to do and uh, you don't have, you know, like they won't put the ingredients that you need next to the directions for how to use them. And it just, right. uh, such a pain in the ass. But Yeah, I feel like when I'm following a recipe, I go like 95% of the way I follow the recipes. And then there's at least 5% of, eh, maybe just a little touch of that. Or, yeah. hey, you know what, this would this should go with that a little bit. And yep. Let me go ahead and throw that on there too. Yeah, and if you follow most of them, you end up with six dirty dishes, and you know it's like <laughs> transfer to a fresh bowl, and screw that. Right, <laughs> right, right. But yeah, yeah, man. So I have at least three different turkey dinners in front of me nice. over the next couple of days. Nice. So tonight we're having turkey dinner at Emily's parents' house. Okay. And then on Thursday we're doing turkey lunch at my parents house which is going to be um the my mom's side of the family and then uh-huh. later that day we have another turkey dinner with yeah, at my grandma cone so my dad's side of the family nice. so it's wow. like i don't know it, every single time you know the first one you sit down to you pig out and you ate week, right. way too much and then you then when you stop and you realize oh my god oh, i have two more one. of these yeah but at least you've got a day in between the first round, right? Like that. Right. Well, but still, the second tough. day there's two in a row. And yeah, it's like you eat like murder. the first one so you can eat more. Ugh, it's, yeah. it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish that you know. Honestly, we should just do what your guys' family do and just get everybody under the same roof and yeah. just do it once. Yeah. But. Well, it's this will be the first year that they've ever done done it that way, so it'll be yeah. kind of cool. Usually. Uh, my mom's side of the family, everybody comes here. So usually there's 20 or 20, almost 30 people here. But my mom's like, yeah, with everything going on, I think everybody just, right. you know. So my Aunt Terry's going to actually have the big the big feast, and we're going to have a little yeah. smaller smaller scale one. So it'll be kind of, it'll be nice. Just yeah. More, more and this chill. will actually be my first time in the past five years that I've been able to, you know, make it home for all of them because before yeah. I worked Black Friday with at Target. Oh, so true. I, I'd make it I'd make it to one and then maybe I'll make it to two depending on what shift I take, yeah. whether it's overnight or Man, that'll be so nice. Black Friday do morning. That. Dude, I am so excited to just chill out on Black yeah. Friday. Not yeah. have to do the like not have to do all the setup beforehand or dealing with right? all those crazy customers. It's just going to be relaxing. It's going to be great. That's intense. I, I feel like <laughs> um, it's gotten, and maybe not, but it seems with COVID and everything else, like so much has become an online game, but there's still, yeah. still yeah, a store I, presence, right? I definitely know that my first Black Friday five six years ago yeah it'd be six years ago now um that one was by far the most chaotic that was the one that they had yeah. the most fights uh you know it's just crazy That's and every real. single year it seems like it, it's gotten a little bit less and a little bit less and now yeah. i think target said that they're not even open on thanksgiving at all no, where before they would it. be open you know in the morning or you know starting at 10 or whatever yeah yeah well, it's so different. It, it yeah. you know, I can remember um 
looking at music, right? Music went from eight tracks to uh, cassettes, from cassettes to CDs, and then you know everybody was like, "Well, what's next? What's next?" And and it the answer is nothing. You know, <laughs> it's right. like it all went online, and and shopping for a lot of intents and purposes is becoming that way too. You know, yeah. So much of what we do is spending money over the internet. I I read right. somewhere about um, Amazon, and so obviously you can order things through Amazon. But if you were to take into account that most websites are hosted somehow on Amazon as well, Amazon gets a cut of some ridiculous portion of uh, the the profits for every online sale. I mean, it's it's an unbelievable amount. Mm. Uh, because you know whether they're getting paid for server space or they're getting a you know a direct cut off of the sale they're still making some money off of every it's it was like 90 some percent of all online sales or something where you could trace money yeah. getting back to them it's like yeah for sure it is crazy <laughs> it's ridiculous you know luckily you know i've I've been noticing, you know, there's a lot of small, small guys like us that have just kind of smaller shops. Yeah. You know, it seems like I've been seeing more and more of them around lately. Yeah. I don't know if maybe my eyes have just opened up to the small maker, maker space because I've kind of entered that over the last couple of years. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's, it's increasing. I will say that. Yeah. And, and I think that's so awesome, you know, that, yeah. um, that the economy is in a place where it can support that. But, but more importantly, I think that people are starting to look towards smaller businesses, you know, like us to, to spend their money on, on sure, gifts or sure. whatever, you know? Um, but it's never been easier to do it. Right. Um, right. For sure. Just all, the, just as the internet opened up for Amazon, you know, the internet yeah. opened up for us and now we can be in contact with hundreds of thousands of people at yeah. a time from marketing to sales. You know, it's, it's dead simple. Cost you what? 200 bucks a year to host an online store and away you go, you know, I mean, yep. that's relatively cheap and that help that takes care of not only just the the sale and the exchange of money itself but also the marketing the promotion you know everything can be done for that 200 bucks easily so it's speaking speaking of uh online stores yeah i don't know if i talked to you about my paypal problems yeah i remember uh a couple episodes ago yeah so I was it's, on or it's not, gotten worse is it worse what's going it's on now? worse so a little bit okay so this is all entailing around the bowie knife challenge raffle i did or yep. waffle or whatever the heck you're supposed to call it yeah yeah um so here's the deal when i set it up i didn't quite set it up correctly the first time okay. so on the day when it went live somebody went to order it from paypal and they shot me a message saying, hey, you know, this PayPal order isn't going through or there's something wrong with it. Uh -huh. So I, you know, kind of in a like a bat out of hell went on to, you know, figure it out. And I un, uh, basically disconnected and then reconnected really quickly and tried right. to make it work and, you know, told them to do it again. And it went right through. OK, so uh -huh. that was fine. And the, here's here's where my problem went. 
So ever since then, I haven't been getting, I, I haven't received even to this day any money from PayPal from any of those orders, Weird. which adds up to about $700 worth of you yeah. know, money that hasn't been transferred. They've, they've taken the, the payments for the instant transfers, uh-huh. but not given me the money. Huh. So I, um, let's see, it's earlier this week, maybe, yeah, it was earlier this week, Brian sent me a message because he ordered through PayPal, right. and he got a refund through PayPal for that, oh, the $50, no. $50 the, the five tickets he, he ordered. Yeah. And so I went ahead and contacted Squarespace, was on, an, on the phone with them for a couple hours, and I was on with PayPal, mm-hmm. and here's the problem. So my email that I set it up under is b underscore cone one at yahoo.com. Yeah. The email that I set it up under, or that's that's my email that I that I use if I'm not using my B-Cone knives. Right. When I registered through Squarespace on my PayPal account, I used bcone1 at yahoo.com without the oh. underscore. Oh. oh, so the email address was incorrect. So that email address apparently exists Somebody either i i it. made it a long time ago and forgot the 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 password to it or there's another b cone person out there yeah. that has access to it oh, so i went shit. ahead and contacted yahoo yeah and they told me you know hey you know go ahead and try all the passwords you know if yeah. that doesn't work then you know after 24 hours, you can basically, if you enter so many passwords in trying to get into an a email, they lock you out for 24 It'll lock hours. lock out, yeah. So I waited those 24 hours and tried to, you know, change my password, and it doesn't have any questions, like, as a backup. Oh, or security It's not connected to anything. Yeah. It's not connected <sighs> to anything. Holy So hell. the only way that I can get to that money is from a uh, confirmation from paypal yeah uh, to bcone one at yahoo.com but i can't get into it but to you can't confirm get it that address and you've, so you've... all of that money basically what's going to end up happening is as base basically when when paypal or squarespace or no it's paypal yeah. sends sends uh you know sends money to an account it sits if it sits there unclaimed for 30 days then nope. it gets returned to the sender refunded shit so all of the people that you know purchased the raffle tickets through Bcone or through you know my website, yeah. After thirty days, I know I've already had quite a few of them go back. Yeah. But over the so next you'll... week or so, they will get refunded. So unless you could get in there somehow and change the no, email it's it, or it, but it, you can't yeah. change the email because they can't confirm that it's me or right. Um, and because Man. it's been sent to B cone one, not B underscore cone one, yeah. then it's sent to the wrong person. But they have no problem charging me the instant transfer fee on the correct. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's insanity, though. Yeah. Holy hell. So it wasn't necessarily like a square space issue or no, it, was it was just a just a bad email. Yeah, I, I, for, I didn't hit the underscore key. And that's why everything went to shit. Yeah. So oh. I was talking to Brian about this, and basically my only only recourse at this point is to wait for people to get their refund and basically send them a message. Hey, you know, this is why you got it. This is yeah. what happened. Yeah. Would and, you mind just doing well, it again? Well, I don't know because that's my mistake. I don't know if I'm, you know, 
if yeah. it, I almost feel like I should eat this because it's um it's a you know learning lesson, not a well, but it's it's more of a technical mistake, you know. So it's not like um right you were deceiving it, or anything no, like I'm that. No, not deceiving. There's nothing like that. But you know, there's also you know how do you go to someone saying, "Hey, you bought a ticket, you didn't win." Yeah, but I want my money for the ticket. After well, I the get fact. it. Well, I guess like that. That's so it almost feels shady, you know. Well, I guess it depends. To me, it would depend on how you would put it, too, right? I think if you just say, "Hey, look, you know, there was this issue with uh, my PayPal. I I missed an underscore total fat finger. You know, whatever." If you care to, this is the correct one. If not, I totally understand. Here's your money back, you know, uh, or you may get get it back. If you could message everybody that bought tickets. Yeah, luckily know. I do have the the uh, uh, email and name list of all yeah. the people. Yeah. But I don't know. I I personally have a hard time emailing people asking for money or really anything yeah. like that well maybe it's uh i guess what i'm saying is maybe you present it as your if you haven't gotten it already uh you may be getting or you should be getting a refund here's what's happened just wanted to explain it you know and then you know and then just mention as a sidebar you know if you care to here's uh here's the correct paypal you know otherwise enjoy the refund thanks for right. thanks for entering you know, right. if nothing else, it's just like a heads up that this is why you're getting a refund, you know, <laughs> and then it's with, just a giant with the cluster, option, I, you know, I like with this. the option to, to, uh, if you care to, uh, pay me, you still could. Right. Right. <laughs> Cause I think there are folks that would want to still support you, you know, right. cause I think that's, uh, you know, at the end of the day, that's probably why a lot of folks did it anyway. Um, for sure, for sure. So, but honestly, I feel like I need to, you know, make something for those people or send them stickers or something yeah. because to to go around and be like, "Hey, I screwed up and you got the refund because of it. I want yeah. that money." Like that that just doesn't sit right with me. Like I think that it, it just cool doesn't thing. pass the gut check. Yeah. And I think that'd be cool. You know, hey, I'd love to send you a sticker pack or, you know, a sticker right. or something or, you know, I really appreciate the support, but if nothing else, just reaching out to them, I think would would yeah. be good because there's probably folks that are getting it, and it might also just cut down on, you know, the number of messages you get, like, hey, what's going on? I got a refund. You know, then you gotta explain it every time a new message comes in or something. Right. Um, you know, you could get ahead of the curve a little bit. Yeah, um, for sure. But that's yeah, that's I'll definitely wild. be looking into that. It's just it's just wild because I spent like four hours on the phone with between yahoo and paypal oh, and squarespace all to come down to you didn't enter the underscore correctly and you right. used the wrong email oh that's just heartbreaking <sighs> just like the absolute you know heart felt right down to my gut and it was just right. like damn it there goes yeah. seven but seven hundred bucks man well geez you know seven hundred dollar lesson man yeah <laughs> well and i guess part of the fun like you say it's one of those things where um in some ways, because it's so easy to set some of this stuff up, um, I think that's one thing I will say is different times I've set things up for my website or it, it's almost so easy. It seems trivial, you know, or it's like if you're setting up a store, like a physical business, uh, everything seems bigger, 
or, you know, more real in a way. But when you're setting up kind of a, you know, an Etsy account or something, it's like, eh, whatever. I'm just kind of farting around, you right. know. Um, there's not a, a big significance to it. I guess, you know, yeah, but I feel that. then when, like you say, when you, when you miss out on, you know, seven, seven large, then you're going, geez, right. yeah, it feels pretty significant now. <laughs> in the grand scheme of things, like $700 isn't like, it would, it's definitely paying bills and it's halfway yeah. to an Emily ring, but you know, yeah, but, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's tough though. Um, but yeah, it's tough on a lot of. And a lot of angles, because then you, yeah. you worry, like, well, you know, how, how? So how will you get it turned back around? I guess. Uh, I mean, if if you ignore it, that'll all just go away, take care of itself, essentially, right? And then next time you would use the correct PayPal. Oh, I've already switched it over to the correct. You yeah. know, I, as soon as I realized that that was the problem, I shut it all down and I yeah. double checked everything and I put everything back up correctly. Yep. But Bummer. yeah. Bummer. Pain in the ass, but it is what it is. Anyway, yeah. speaking about raffles, Bald Man Knife and Tool did yes. a raffle. Did you see that? I did. Yes. I saw who <laughs> won, too. <laughs> I was just going to bring that up, actually. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I've literally never won a raffle before. I I so. am not a, not typically a winner, but that is so cool. That knife was awesome, <laughs> What too. are the chances? Like, Man, That's so cool. That's so funny. But I guess, Ugh. yeah. Hey, it li- at least he kept it all in the family, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's oh, been doing shoot. some great stuff over there. Between yes, the he stickers has for sure. And all of his oh, his sticker packs are badass. Awesome. Yeah. Holy cow, those. I see good. that whole thing making a little bit of a resurgence. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's um, gosh, must be a couple three years ago now. Stickers were monstrous. And then they kind of died off, I think, because guys got a little cheap, you know. And and back then it was the sticker swap, you know, where right. I'll send you a sticker, you send me a sticker. And that gets spendy, you know, at a dollar yeah. a sticker. And next thing you know, you get 100 stickers in the mail. You're looking at a $100 bill, you know, right? Yeah. plus postage, which isn't huge, but it adds up too. But I like the uh, I like the move towards designing packs of stickers that yes you know aren't that sort of represent the maker but maybe not a hundred percent you know yeah. it's like you can still see whose it is but it still is just a really cool looking sticker yeah I mean bald man knife and tool you know Brent over there has fantastic sticker pack Brian has stand yeah I I know I mean Brian's are top notch they're always top notch but yeah. This- this next round that Brian's coming out with is absolutely crazy. Yeah. Um, but actually, I've got ahead and talked to Brian's wife, Sarah, and she's going to start designing a couple stickers for me. Oh, nice. So I'm going nice. to get some, I'm going to get a small sticker pack going and maybe a couple t shirts, depending on how those. I, I know Sarah is so incredibly talented. She will make yeah. something really cool and worthy of a t shirt. But yep. I've always wanted to do t shirts and hats and stuff like that. Yeah. But. It's interesting. The whole t shirt and hat thing, because I've looked into it a whole bunch and. There's a number of different ways to do it, you know, and those print-on-demand services are eh. probably the easiest, but easiest, but they're crappy. Yeah, well, some I I I used I can't remember what it was called. 
but I used that early on, and surprisingly, their shirts were really nice. I really liked their stuff, but it Ooh, just... maybe I have to talk to you about it. In the end, it, um, I guess you, you're not probably going to make money regardless. It's not and That's my whole thing is maker. I'm not looking to make money off of the t-shirts or the hats. Yeah. It's more of an advertising type thing. Exactly. You know, maybe I'll make a buck or two, but it's not yeah. like going to be the thing that I'm going to retire on. And then the hard part is if you say you find a local print shop, then you have to deal with all the shipping. Right. Uh, yourself, you know, and packing and all packing that. and all that. And how do you do, how do you do order fulfillment and, you know, all of that stuff. Um, Printful is one that I've looked at recently and it ties in with like a square, Squarespace shop or a, um, what does Brian use for a website? Um, Shopify. Shopify uh, site. So it ties in that way. And that, that was kind of a neat way to do it. But um, yeah, it's you kind of sixes one way or the other. Because the other thing too is then you get a big break on shipping if you go through something like a printful or something like that versus, you know, you're paying flat rate shipping and yeah, I think honestly, it's... I might I might look into that because you know that was the other thing is like, what if I get a bunch of orders and I'm not really making money on them and I'm spending a couple of days out of my week? Yeah, it can it eat up time. It really can. So I've... if there is quality and even if it is you know a little bit yeah. more pricey, you know yeah. if I make a buck or two off of it, you know to make way, it you know, uh... worth the while. Yeah, the way the one the service that I used in the past, you would set how much you wanted to make, and then it would tell you what the price would have to be, which was kind okay. of an interesting way to do it. So you say, I want to make five bucks a shirt. Okay, then you then we're going to charge twenty seven dollars a shirt, you know, or whatever. Sure. I don't remember and that the seems exact pretty numbers, reasonable. but yeah, and you could, for the most part, and then Printful's kind of neat because you can do your own design, so you upload your artwork. And then you can choose. They've got hats and shirts and hoodies and all kinds of stuff. I think um, Art of Craftsmanship might use Printful. Ooh, if I maybe I'll have right. to talk to him too. Um, yeah, if you look on their YouTube, um, it'll integrate with YouTube and and those types of things as well. So there's some of those services that where that where the real benefit comes in is that. You know, it goes to your website through your Shopify or Squarespace or whatever. So there's that one integration. But then it also has integrations with YouTube and Instagram Ooh. and everything else. You know, so then people could basically, if wherever they find you, if they find you on YouTube or Instagram or your own website or wherever, they're all looking at the same store. That's pretty um, cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty slick. Um, Let me write that down. What what was that place called? Printful. Yep. And they seem to have the most like selection of different types of items. Right. There are other places that just like Spring Tea just does T-shirts, I think. Um, right. But yeah, it's hard because like you know, it would be nice to support a local print shop. There aren't that many local print shops anymore, you know. Right. Um, but boy, it, you're right. It could eat up a day or two of your week and it may not be indefinitely, you know, it might just be, you see a surge and, uh, you know, you get them out, but yeah. And honestly, to be able to set it and forget it and not have to deal with it. Pretty nice. 
very yeah, nice. Pretty hard, nice. Hard to pass up on. Yeah, then you're you know you're getting stuff out there with your name on it, and then at that point, with with minimal effort, you can justify not making a dime on it. You know, right? And it's more. It's like, Right, it's more just getting your name out there and you know starting conversations with people and yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. And then you start seeing folks tag you, you know, with your shirt and different things like that. So yeah, yeah it might be worth looking at. So Ben, you know, you kind of knew that you're gonna go to PA for a while. So did you did you make anything for Christmas? Did you did you have to work on it ahead of time? I made a few things, not a whole lot. I spent most of my last minutes in the shop filming videos and <laughs> i know you've uh, been busting ass on your youtube yeah i've been i've been stacking up videos in fact i'm gonna probably re- yeah i'm gonna release one later today oh um, cool on uh what is it on a citrus cutting board just a small Ooh, cutting board i like that yeah it's only about eight inches long it's like a bar barkeeper's cutting board and uh that'll have a free template that folks can download so just a little that is the uh the night before uh makes giving or thanksgiving my maker i think i sent you and brian the link about maker season the night before maker season right yeah so that that should be an interesting video, a little different style. I took a different approach to it where just kind of talked about making uh, and, you know, what it means this time of year. It seems there's a lot of people, uh, you know, finding their way to their shops and, you know, maybe right. maybe dusting off the tools or maybe just ramping up production, you know, depending on what level you operate at all year. But I know traditionally this is – I spend more time – in the shop in the fall of the year and then through the winter that I do anytime. And, uh, so yeah, kind of neat. I've always well, thought, yeah, of- I think that's entirely true for us small makers because, you know, I've, I've already made, I think it's like 70% of my year in the last couple months. Right. Just because yeah. it's, it's the Christmas rush. It's the holiday season. That's when everybody Absolutely. is buying gifts. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and that's where I think folks, um, you know, like who are close to you, friends and family and stuff will traditionally buy and all that. And then you're also, you know, making, just making things to make things for people, you know, where yeah. you, not for a customer, but just make a few See, boards for somebody. Or That's actually what my, my current batch is all about. So nice. I, I finished all of my Christmas order batches for yeah, customers. Yeah, I heard you saying that. So now I have an entire batch of people, like friends and family that I'm going to be giving knives to. That's awesome. So, you know, I've, I've got a batch of seven that I'm currently working on, and I might do a couple more if I have time after. Nice. But, but you're still, your books are still open for orders, right? If folks. Oh, of course. Of yeah. course my books are open. Just hit so me up, guys. <laughs> everybody order a knife from, from yeah, Brian man. for sure. We'll get that going. Yeah, man, that's cool. So, how many um, how many knives did you end up making for like the big rush? Um, well, I guess it depends on when you started. Yeah, like, do you save big on brunch for mom? All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Back in September, when the first sure. one that was for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Shoot, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head, but it's probably closer to 40. Wow, nice. That's awesome, dude. Somewhere yeah. between 40 and 50, I would guess. All I'm sure local I can go back or? and, and uh, oh no, all over the place. Yeah. Um, There's quite a few that were local. Like it, uh-huh. it seemed like over the past couple of years, it's all been, you know, friends and family and then a couple, you know, local people. And yeah. then the last year it was all, you know, local people and a couple friends and family and then one or two people that I have to ship to. Mm-hmm. And then this year it's it seems like it's, you know, 50% people that I'm going to have to ship to, yeah. 40% local people. And then I I didn't have any, you know, family members that bought any knives. Yeah. So I've, I've completely switched away from, you know, the family and the friends to... That's a good sign. You know, actual actual customers. So I had about 10% that were friends or friends of friends, but... Mm-hmm. My, my my net is kind of slowly and gradually, you know, opening and that's getting good. towards more people, which feels yeah. fantastic. Heck yeah, man. That's good. So do you see any, like, changes that you would make having, having blasted through, you know, 40, 50 or so knives? Are there, you know, knives you would add to your sort of standard repertoire or... See, that's the thing with all of my custom work is every single one is different. I mean, yeah. of course, there's, you know, the old standards that people say, I want that, but with this color handle or right. I want that in this this type of steel. You know, yeah. of course, there's always a couple of those. But um, yeah, I mean, my standards are all pretty, pretty set. And then, you know, the custom work comes as they go. Yeah. Um, I actually did a clip point hunter knife that i i think i'm thinking about you know for my hunter i've been or my camp my camp person if somebody says i want a knife for camping i kind of send them my my five inch chopper yeah um i'm thinking about sending them my my clip point design because it's also five inches it's kind of the same there but yeah um that'd be cool i think that's kind of a badass look on it um how many of your uh how many of your knives end up being out of the uh damascus versus other steel um it's primarily damascus there's yeah. there's only a couple of people that order out of you know just oh, straight high carbon just gorgeous just it is it's gorgeous. very gorgeous and it's it, it's worth the you know the prettiness of it i mean of course you know everybody that's listening knows that it it functions exactly the same yeah but but if you're already dropping a couple hundred dollars on a knife, you might as well just bump it yeah. up a little bit for the Damascus. That's what I think. It, yeah, right. it's it's worth it. I don't right. know. Just to ha- I mean, then you've got a conversation piece more so than right. I mean, not that a custom-made knife isn't a conversation piece to begin with, but I don't know. For those that don't know knives that well, you know, you're going to impress that buddy a hell of a lot faster with. Oh, sure, sure. For (laughs) sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's fun. That's cool. I, that's kind of where I thought, you know, you did mostly Damascus, but I was always kind of curious if, if folks were requesting others. Yeah. I mean, there's always a couple people that, you know, want something else. Yeah. But I would say probably 80% is Damascus. Yeah. Do you think or you're primarily pattern welded steel, you know? Yeah. 
Are, are you getting folks that really know knives or, you know, what? The, what's... Vast, the vast majority is either, I would say, you know, outside of Christmas season, it's about 50-50. Yeah. But it seems like, of course, you know, with the Christmas rush, it's all, you know, people buying for someone else. Yeah. And it tends to be that person doesn't really know much, but they know what looks good. Yep. Yeah. So, More you know, I, I kind of get to steer them in the right direction and, you know, oh, they what what do they use it for? Oh, well, he's a chef. Yeah. Okay, well, let's let's talk about chef knives, let's talk about pairing knives, yep. offset serrated bread knives. Like there's there's I can kind of, you know, tailor to the needs instead of just right. oh, they need a knife. Okay, let me I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's probably fun too where you you know, in some ways, it's probably nice to work with folks who know knives very well, but mm-hmm. at some other end of the spectrum, it's probably nice to be able to really sort of, you know, determine what the need is and, and really build a knife that's going to suit that need well, right. you know. For sure. And it always seems like those are the people that are most impressed at the very end. Yeah, yeah. That's where I, I find with my stuff where it's, if it's, a, a highly custom if somebody walks in with a with a picture from pinterest and says build me this it's not going to be a very exciting build you know no, but if sure. somebody walks in with a rough idea and they want half of that picture a quarter of the other one you know those are the fun ones because then like, you get to yeah. you know be the artist and make it make it yep. something your own yeah or i've had a few where folks will walk in and the, you know just say i i need a tv stand and I don't, you know, here's our style in our home, design something for me and you've got free reign, you know? Right. And that's, well, that was my favorite was, um, I, I had a person order a Viking sax and they're just like, I I want a Viking sax and you get to make it as badass as you want. This is my budget. That's awesome. Yeah. And now I've, now I've sold three of them (laughs) because somebody saw that thing. like, holy shit, I need my version. I just saw that one. Did you, is that that one you posted today that yeah yeah badass yeah yeah well that person actually ordered three knives that that viking sax and two of my what we're calling now the edc3 not the finger hole right the finger (laughs) roll that was great you guys Uh, had an odd that episode that last episode was just too damn funny i was laughing my my ass off at you guys between Brian's hair products and <laughs> it's just like, me talking about finger holes. He was like, "What is going on here? <laughs> Who are these knuckleheads?" Oh, and you choose to be around us. Yeah, willingly. Yes. Yeah. Willingly. Yeah, man. Well, but yeah. So, then, oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna segue. You had mentioned a a, a great idea before we started recording, being that it is the eve thanksgiving. of thanksgiving here right. in the states yeah this is coming out on thanksgiving day so i thought it'd be a cool idea to kind of jot down some names of people that i'm thankful for yeah. some of them are the majority of them are here in the maker community but of course yeah. we're gonna throw in mom and you know dad and all that fun stuff absolutely yeah you want to so go i'll first? go ahead and kick it off real quick um of course you know i wasn't here last year so I am immensely thankful for Brian House and Ben Butler for allowing me to be a part of this podcast. Well, you know, it's it's really, awesome. you know, it's pushed my trajectory so far through the roof that it's it's crazy. Like, you know, 
I can't even imagine where I'd be without the support of you two and get, being allowed to be a part of this platform. So I am immensely grateful for the both of you and all of the, you know, even just the the ability to pick up the phone and call up or text and, yeah. you know, get a hold of, you know, two incredible minds of, you know, making and business and all that fun stuff. And it's just like, I get to sit in a room and talk to you guys on a weekly basis. And I'm I'm incredibly thankful for that opportunity uh, alone well we're but. thankful to have you man it's been all i mean i can't thank you enough because i know with all my stuff going on and you being able to hop on the show and just knock it out of the park and it's been really i don't know just between the three of us it's just a a, a really great combo and i enjoy the hell out of it i i've enjoyed it since day one and that it was great to be able to bring a third in you know yeah, and i think it was funny because I can remember when it was like after we did that first, we tried the live stream and Brian and I are both like, this is not going to freaking work. <laughs> you know, not with just the two of us. Right. And then we we're both like at the same time, what about Brian Cohn? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's bring him on. <laughs> and I, I think it's just, it's such a great fit and it's such a fun thing. You know, Brian talks about it all the time where it's like, we genuinely look forward to doing this every week. And it's not, yeah, absolutely. it's not a job. It's not a, you know, none of us are trying to, make money off of it necessarily or anything like that it's just it's a fun conversation and that's at the end of the day that's the best way to do it you know for sure just three three so do you have some do you have a name that you want to throw out there well i was going to throw out you and brian but that's probably cheating (laughs) (laughs) um i well i will start with with my family with my wife and kids because with all the stuff i've got going on they are they are going through it with me. And so it's not going to be easy for them or easy for me. So it's definitely without them, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at. That's for sure. So for sure, for sure. thankful for them. Love and support, man. Family, family all the way. Man, yeah. How about it? I, I don't know how, how most makers could do it without some form of family, whether they're blood or not. Right. Um, right. Everybody's got somebody hopefully pushing for them in their, in their corner. And that makes such a big difference. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I'll go ahead and, and uh, pick out a couple more people. Yeah. We got Jason Hartwell and pickle cutters. Yeah, dude. Those guys are fantastic. Those are two other people that, you know, I, I come, you basically conversate with on a almost daily basis. Right. Here. You know, something's going wrong in the shop. I can call up either of them and they're there to help or, you know, just always jumping on live streams, chatting back and forth about knife ideas and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I am I am so grateful for Jason Hartwell and, of course, Pickle cup Cutters, Nick Tobin. Yep. Um, both, both badass knife makers, both badass people. They they run a fantastic, you know, hustle and grind. We talk about them all the time. You guys already know them, but yeah, um, you know, they're just, they're just really generous. Not only generous in you know their their time and their abilities, but they're they're generous with their knowledge, which I'm very yeah. grateful for. Yeah, this community is is really cool in that regard, and it was neat because primarily being a woodworker, you know, where that exists in the woodworking community, there is part of the woodworking community that's still fairly secretive, you know, and they don't want to share their, uh, 
share their tips and tricks or, you know, knowledge, so to speak, but to see it cross over into sort of the knife making and metalworking community, it was really cool. You know, it's like, man, just makers in general like to share. And right. so rare, <laughs> you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So we got, we got Mr. Vander Sander, Mark Vander. And when I first came on the show, Mark was probably the first guy to chat me up and hey man enjoying you on the show and you know one of the first guys to hit me up and just welcome me to you know the whole work for it community so to speak and he's always I, i've noticed his stuff has ramped up he's sharing more and more uh you know on instagram and he's got his vander sander and all that stuff going on and so yeah mark's just a huge supporter of us and the show and what we've got going on and others you know which is really cool so yeah for sure for mr sure. vander sander well i'm gonna go on with i've i've done two every time so i'm gonna do two more people okay Der Dennis Tyrell and Aaron Lee from Ailey Knives. Um, yeah. Obviously, Tyrell Knife Works. But yeah, I mean, the opportunity that they afforded me with being a part of the Bowie Knife Challenge and then upcoming with the um, Dagger Challenge, that is that was like I I still get goosebumps even talking about you know what what happened with that because yeah. a lot of those guys are people that I watch learning how to make knives. Yeah. So, like, to be able to be a part of a challenge with those people and being like, oh, I, I am literally, you know, in collaboration with those people where literally just a couple of years ago, I was on on a back porch with a 1x30 grinder just trying to make something trying sharp. Do it. Yep. Watching those videos, trying to figure out what I did wrong or how I could do things better. Yeah. And it's like... I. Because of Dennis Tyrell specifically, he he contacted me, and you know, luckily he's another guy that I'm able to talk to on a pretty regular basis to ask yeah. questions and bounce ideas off of. Um, yeah, I'm just so thankful for both of them for allowing me to be a part of the challenge, and then Dennis specifically for you know all of the knowledge he's you know kind of thrown in my direction. You know, I'm just so grateful that he is so generous with his time and his knowledge for sure How about it so many people could and so many people could and are trolls you know that right like don't that look at a new maker as like what the hell are you doing you don't know what you're doing you know but um i think the best of the best are always those people that don't look at others that way you know they look at others like i started that way too you know there isn't anybody well, there's probably very few people that started with a shop full of tools that they could right, walk for out sure, into. For sure. You know, um, Dexter House and Jack <laughs> Butler are the only two that I know at this moment, right. you know, <laughs> and that's because. Dude, I'm bothered. just excited to see what Dex does because you know yeah. he's going to be one hell of a maker someday if he oh, decides yeah. to go down that path. It's, it's neat to think about. And it's even. And your son, too. I mean, of yeah, course. Yeah, it's weird to think. You know, and that there's part of me that, um, yeah, I don't know. We could get, well, that's probably a whole episode, but it, it is interesting where you find yourself steering them. You know, it's like Jack's like, I want to be an engineer. And I said, So you're going to design stuff and not build it? Oh, really? <laughs> I said, Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> bud. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. I got Mr. Ben's Bites. 
Oh, yeah. He's on my list, too. He's been on the show a fair bit. Uh, and just honestly, another one of those guys that reaches out and is always helpful. He, There's a guy, right, who makes some of the best handles in the business oh, and for sure. will so pretty work. willingly share how to do it with anyone right like yeah just really incredible how he shares that knowledge and uh i think last time we had him on what he talked about his etching process with his with his cheap laser machine there and yeah, yeah. just stuff like that where it's why you know don't uh don't hold that knowledge in share it so ben's one of those for guys sure. for sure yes he is another one like that is Brigham kendall he's yeah. he's always talking about and you know interacting with the show as well as on, it seems like every single knife post of people that i know there's one of his comments talking Isn't about wild he's yeah. all over the social media game. Isn't it wild and some he's folks. complimenting he's you know yep. giving some tips he's doing you know he's just a great guy and he wants to see people you know do well and he's yeah. he's doing what he can to help other makers and i appreciate the hell out of that and it's so rare to see that in a way too. You know, most folks get caught up in the game of growing their own stuff, but those folks like Brigham that are always pumping others up are are pretty rare. You know, and it's just awesome to have folks like that. That's what makes the community strong, I think. You know, mm -hmm, there's sure. always going to be folks charging to be you know big numbers people or to be you know the popular folks or whatever but it takes folks like him you know and i think i've said that before too you know like if if you're feeling like you're not involved in the community spend 10 minutes a day commenting on complete strangers posts you know and do that consistently and you'll find yourself in the community faster than you can you know, even imagine, I think that's the right. Best, for sure. The best way. And that's is, something that, you know, that's one of the things that I need to do on a more regular basis. You yeah. know, I, I, I find myself that I say, Oh dude, that's awesome. Or, you know, yeah, that, that thing looks sweet, but I, I need to really focus on giving intelligent or some sort of feedback that is going to, you know, help outside of just a little bit of a confidence boost, which I'm sure, you know, is appreciated. It is. But. Yeah. And I think this do, you know, I think making a point because it, it is pretty easy. Like, you know, you get on your feed and you're scrolling through or whatever, and you don't think to stop and comment or you're thinking, I got to get this post out. And, you know, then you get your post out and then basically walk away, you know? Right. <laughs> and I, I know it's oftentimes, uh, you, when when my account was growing pretty fast, I spent more time replying to comments and all of that stuff and didn't have time or didn't make time, I guess I should say, to go and do the same to others, you know? So, but yeah, bring him Kendall. He's, he's one hell of a dude. Yeah. There's a Who dude. Who you got? Who you got? Um, there is a dude local to me that, Oh yeah, has always been a big supporter and just a a great friend. Always offered to come over to my shop and help. And uh, his name's Doug, and his tag is the Holsworm. The Holsworm? Yeah. So he's <laughs> spent time uh, working. What? He worked for the government, and so Holsworm is the woodworm in German, basically. Oh, okay. And uh, 
Doug's always been just awesome. I mean, he's, you know, he, his wife runs a little sign shop. She makes, uh, cuts out like vinyl and, and does stenciled signs and stuff and sells a ton of those around town. And Doug's just always a great guy, always checking in. Hey, how you doing? You know, what do you got going on? You need any help? And so a local maker to me who's just really, you know, become like family. So really kind of cool. There's a few folks in town in Boise that are like that and that I met through Instagram and actually became in the flesh friends, which is so rare anymore. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, let me do another local person as well. So here in Michigan, there's uh, Gentry Custom Knives. Nice. I don't know if you've checked into him at all. but I, The name he, sounds familiar. Yeah, he's, he's um, it seems like ev- not every time I'm on a live stream, but very regular. Whenever I do a live stream, he's either in the comments or he's actually jumped on a couple times. Mm-hmm. And he is the person, like, every single time I feel like I'm doing well, I look at him his stuff to look at to, like, that's where I want to be next year. Yeah. Like, it seems like yeah. he's always a year, like, of course, he's, he's many years, or he's years ahead of me in experience, but he's very, like, he's very open and very personable and all very, just like everyone else we've talked about, so willing to, like, chat with you and talk about what you can, what you can do to improve. Um, he's actually invited me over to his shop to, to uh, do a couple, you know, just kind of hang out and you know maybe do some collaboration work nice. or whatever but um you know i'm just excited to you know it's another michigan michigan man you know it's cool yeah. to be able to talk with a local person or relatively local i guess he's you know at least a couple hours away but yeah um i just appreciate the fact that you know he is you know there's there's a lot of knife makers that i look to for like inspiration but it's going to be years before i'm there yeah. he's like He's like my okay, you know, I'm I've got my head down on what I'm working on now and then I look at his stuff and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I could do a couple things to, you know, try to get closer to his stuff where it's like mm-hmm. it's right there and it's so such clean work and his grind lines are perfect every time and it's just like yeah. you know, it's it's there's, you know, high end, like crazy people that are like, you know, the gods of knife making that hopefully someday I might be able to, you know, come close to like when I'm 50. And then there's like this local guy that's awesome and easy to talk to. And it's like, I'm I'm, right along with you. He's always, he's always a couple steps ahead though, but you know, being able to see what those steps are though is, is so incredibly such, such a gift that, you know, I'm very thankful for. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Folks like that are, You've got to have somebody to chase, you know, and I think that's, it's not that it's a competition, but it's always, no, definitely not competition by any means. It's always good to just have that person or those people that you look at and that, you know, do something with their craft that just, they take it to two extra steps than you, you know, or whatever it is. And you're like, you know, always can add, which is one of the greatest things about social media, right? Is otherwise you may never find those things which is so cool that we can. Yeah. Well, um, Gentry is definitely like, you know, I guess the better way to say it is I look at him and think, you know, that's where I want to be in a year or two. Yeah. Yep. I, honestly, it'll probably take me longer than that because his skill level is very high. Yeah. And, you know, what it is what it is, but he's always like that, you know, that's what I want to be. Yep. Yep. Here's a guy, uh, another guy that shows up, um, 
surrounded or surrounding our show, and that's Entiot River Forge. Mm, Noah, he was on my list there. too. Yep, really good dude, and uh, I think he's a patron on our Patreon as well. And just he makes some really cool stuff. I, you know, I, I, um, I will say I don't probably follow as many knife makers as you and Brian. Um, and it's not because I don't want to, it's, I don't yeah, know them yet, with the territory. But, um, right. and, but no, has been one that sort of popped onto the radar early on when I started the show and just some really cool stuff. And it just feels very, um, a lot of what he's got going on feels fairly familiar to, uh, a lot of what I, I look at his stuff and it's funny. And I think that I would probably be doing most of that stuff if I stayed in Pennsylvania instead of moving, which is really okay. kind of funny. Do you ever think about if if your life didn't take this turn or that turn, right? And uh, yeah, just kind of funny, but I, his stuff looks sure, really cool. Sure. A lot of hunting and outdoor stuff. If I if I'd have stayed here, I would be doing a lot more of that. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Well, I've got Neil at Maximus Knives. Oh, yeah. He's another guy that I think that we should get on the podcast because that I man agree. can tell a story. Yep. Like, he is he is so easy to talk to. And he's got, you know, basically, I think you could set him in a room with nothing to talk about, and he would still <laughs> fill a couple hours worth of stories. Like, I love it. He's just one of those guys. And he's a very, you know, he's a regular on my live streams. Um, yeah. Another thing that I've kind of, with my Christmas batches, I've kind of lost my ability to do because I've just kind of, you know, gotten the shop and put my head down and get to work. Yeah. But whenever I do do live streams, you know, he's one of the guys, him and Ben's bite. And there's a lot of people that are always on it and yeah. always willing to jump on and talk with me just to fill that dead air, give me someone to talk to. And yeah. I, it's really you know, doing a live stream where you have nothing, like you have no right. one to talk to that, that is always, I mean, I can do it, but it's not nearly as entertaining when I'm sitting, yep. you know, with Jason pickle or, you know, all yeah. of the other people that always jump on yeah. and be able to converse back and forth. So Neil Maximus knives, another great guy, another guy that I'm very thankful for. Well, and for folks that don't, that don't know, and I'll put a plug in for you is that you post all those live streams to your, to your feed as well. Yep, so I do. you can always go back and watch them. At, you know, they're almost like podcasts in a way, which is a little really mini podcast. Cool. Sure. Yeah. Cause there are guys that I've seen do, that'll do live streams and it's not to like discuss a topic. It's just, Hey, this is what I'm doing. Check it out. You know, yeah, and just kind of sure. watch like a peeping Tom style, but yeah. Well, there's a couple of processes in knife making where I can very easily set up a camera and talk to, like when yeah. I'm doing normalizing cycles and heat treating, you know, yep. I can have a camera there because I stick the knives in there and it's got to sit for a couple minutes. Well, in that couple minutes, I can turn around and talk to whoever I'm talking to yep. and, you know, you can just kind of work on it that way. And yeah. there's a, there's a couple different things that, you know, it's very easy to just talk to some, it's, it's also, it, it kind of, you know, it, it, um, breaks up the monotony of working in a shop by yourself. Yes. So I to agree. be able to sit on a, on a live stream with Neil or, you know, Ben's bites or Richard Beck, or, you know, there's just so many people, Jason and pickle are two that I've always down to live stream. Yeah. That I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for them to give me that time of their day. You know? Yeah. That's kind of a cool thing too. And honestly, I don't think about it enough 
um, you know, different times where you're out in the shop and you're like, man, I sometimes you just can't get going, you know, like, or you can't get focused on something and having somebody to just BS with for a while is what you need, yeah. you know, but you right. might, might not realize it. You um, see what they're doing and it kind of gets your creative juices flowing. Yeah. Yeah. Or give you ideas or I, I know that's one thing I don't do enough and that's ask folks advice or opinion, you know, and I, I see a lot of folks who are big into doing stories and, you know, they're in some ways validating their thought process. And I guess I don't do that. I don't feel like I do that enough. So it's always good to keep that stuff in mind. Sure, sure. Well, we've got this grateful train going. Do we want to flow that right over into uh, WFI projects? Yeah, let's do that. There's sure, been so sure. much on there. It's just awesome. Speaking of JK Blades, Jason Hartwell, have yes. you been seeing these Ninja Turtle knives he's been working I on? I have. Oh Insane. my God, aren't those cool? Yes, so freaking cool. <laughs> so that's a collaboration he's doing. He got the handle scales, I believe, from Flying Shark Knives, Sharky. Yeah, Sharky. But it, they're all based around the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. And every single, like, they've, they've got, like, the little bands of color in them to each match, you know, yep. the, the different turtles. Dude, how cool of a, like, how cool is that that you can, you know, put that together? And, I like, know. And a collaboration from with a great guy and yep. you know it's it's just it's just so interesting it's it's different but it's still yep. knife making i love that and it's subtle too that's what i think is so cool about it is that it's not like full-on in-your-face ninja turtle you know it's, right it's just subtle enough to where it just looks really badass yeah honestly if you were to not look at the caption of this and just see these four knives that yeah. I would just think, oh, wow, that was a really cool batch and somebody wanted all the different colors. But exactly. you kind of have to know that it's TMNT to, you know, really – I love yeah. that. That's really cool. Yeah. I was trying to – I'm trying to resort mine. It always sorts so strange. Where's this one? Da -da 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 -da. While you're looking at that, I just want to say before, because we've moved on away from our list of people, there yeah. are so many people oh, man. on the list. I, yeah, there are so point. many people we could talk about. Of course, just because we, we said these couple people, we're grateful for them, but there are literally hundreds of people that oh, could man. have been on that list. Yes, 100%. And, and I think, you know, we the way that we've been trying to do that is with this WFI projects on a weekly basis. And I know not everybody still, you know, tag is go it has anything to tag, you know, I mean, that might, may be the case or folks just haven't done it yet, but you know, if you've got anything tag, tag it. And we certainly don't hit everybody that tags WFI projects either, but yeah, we are so thankful for everybody listening sharing supporting reaching out i mean that means the world to us i it's i don't know i've always since day one i've i've just been just blown away at the folks that reach out because of the show or different things that you say on the show and you know sometimes it'll catch you and you're like whoa did i really say that oh yeah i did okay <laughs> you know <laughs> oh but yeah this what this did you see this big uh, this big knife from Miller Knife Works? I'm looking through. Give me a second. 
Um, yeah, go ahead. That's awesome. I'm not sure. He says, I love seeing my knives getting used and abused. I also can't wait to get the new shop running so I can get back to making. So this must be a customer photo, but that is a big old knife. Yeah, a big old chef knife, I believe, yeah. is what we're looking at. And it looks like it has an interesting grind where I like was the... just going to say that, yeah. Yeah, it's got like a ridge, you know, where the normal bevel would be. Uh-huh. At that point, it has like a, a, a some sort of a groove in there. To, I imagine it's it's for food release. I would think, or maybe, yeah. That also could just be, you know, it's it's the grind line and that um, it's it's a, you know, light trick. Or, the you know, light the, might the be light drawing is just it little, off. Yeah. But from this picture, it looks like it has this groove in there for, you know, food release, which is a really interesting idea. Yeah. Uh, that's a cool knife, though. And then Shed Time Down Under, you guys mentioned his uh, RC airboat. Yeah. Looks like he's getting that a little further along. Ready for final oh, body for sure. work and paint. There we go. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to see that thing float. I know. Like, go. I was like you, though. When I first saw it, I, I thought it was full-sized. <laughs> you thought sized. it was a real one? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was full-sized. Yep. Another regular contributor, It Tazura Maker, with this... Uh, oh, this... lovely. Yeah. Yeah, it's got like a, it looks like some sort of a Damascus on the inside and just a little bit of the band. And then the rest of it is a, you know, black color. That's Mm -hmm. just a really interesting, I've never done any sort of ring making. So I don't know at all. But these look like they're really well made, really well done. Interesting materials. Uh, Yes. It is Earn Maker. If you're not already following them, they're a great follow. Just because he's always coming out with, you know, very interesting products all the time. Yep. Great, great follow. And then Ben's Bites with the um the leather uh yeah, what do you call it? round knife. The leather uh cutting round knife. But he's got those scales are 3D printed and cast leaf pattern. Yeah. Which is cool. Very cool. I want to know more about that 3D printed stuff. That's pretty neat. I've actually always wanted to make one of those knives for my leather guy. I know yeah. that he has his leather knives already, but just as a, you know, thanks for all the work you've done. Yeah. Maybe sometime after the, the holidays to you make know, them something I, small like that would be kind of a cool gesture. That'd be I really cool. I've got the start of one cut out of an old saw blade. At one point I was going to try to make one and just didn't, you know, ran out of steam, but. And I've never used a round knife or some called a head knife, I guess, but I've never used a knife like that for leather work. Um, But everybody that does use them swears by them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got the next guy. So we've got Mark LeBlanc from uh, Quebec. His handle is Papa underscore Hatch underscore Axe. He's got this axe restoration um, it looks like he basically took a couple of old axes that looked like they've been through the war and back. Nice. And he, yeah. I don't, it looks like he put a new handle on them and, you know, just kind of touched it up and made it look nice and pretty. Um, again, that's another thing I've, I've never really done. I've done a couple axe restorations, but I've mm-hmm. never like done it and done it well. Like the, he has. Yeah. He I've basically, well. you know, sharpened some, removed some rust, you know, sand down the handle a little bit, burn it, yeah. and uh, just kind of call it good. Where this is like 
this is high polish level work yeah good stuff for sure very good well cool man man. we are getting quite a few projects up there dude every single time i mean brian sees the exact number i just see a thousand plus at this point i see 1236 posts holy cow yeah pretty crazy every single week it's growing i love it it's probably been going for what 10 weeks 12 weeks oh shoot i don't know off the top of my head yeah i'd say about that but well, anyway, Ben, yeah, man. Do you know what time it is? I think I do. You got you got any uh, tuba warmed up? Tuba? Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I love saying tuba. That. I love saying that. <laughs> Get out of here. You know what? I'm I'm Warm just up I'm, that I'm trombone, I'm man. Warm up that trombone. I'm good to go. Let's go. <laughs> How do you follow Will Smith in the snow? How do you? You follow the Fresh Prince. <laughs> Dude, not quite as good of, as brian's but speaking of i saw that they're rebooting that show yeah i did see that too uh i don't know how i feel about it <laughs> who's gonna <laughs> that, play that's him basically how my response was yeah i don't yeah you can't i don't know it's funny because now i've got an 11 year old so he's starting to get into those types of shows but oh, the yeah. modern versions and they are terrible now oh yeah of course just well terrible. honestly if you go back and watch the ones that we they were terrible up, then. they were terrible we just didn't <laughs> yeah. know any better exactly and now when we go back and watch them they're just kind of not terrible because of the nostalgia right they're cringeworthy right right <laughs> oh all right man well i think it's I think that's a show. What do you think? Yeah, man. Absolutely. Man, it was good to connect with you. I'm glad we were able to get an episode in for the for the Turkey Day for folks that are maybe not celebrating Turkey Day. There'll probably be a, f- a few anyway, for sure, that aren't U.S.-based and could give two oh, shits well, about our I'm Thanksgiving. Sure I'm sure there's people that'll listen back to this a couple days down the road yeah. when they get back in the shop. The show must go on, man. Absolutely. One way or another. We seem to we seem to make it all work and always get an episode out, so that's always pretty darn cool, I think. Absolutely. With three people makes it so nice. So so <laughs> thankful for you and for Mr. House who is busy packing up some Black Friday orders, he told us. Yeah. So that is great news to hear that folks are uh, supporting him enough where he's just swamp busy. Keep that up, folks. If you're looking for a badass grinder, check out housemade.us where you can find. And if you're looking for some badass wood stuff, you know, check yeah. out what is it? What what's did you change over your No, your it's still benjaminbutlercompany.com, no? but okay. you can All check right. me out on Etsy. I'm putting up plans and templates and that's kind of what I'll be doing mostly uh, coming up is just sharing plans and templates and project ideas, that kind of stuff. And be putting some of that up on my website. So if you want to know how to make a cool little citrus cutting board, check out my YouTube channel later oh, today. Shoot. I'm almost Speaking at a thousand subscribers, by the Dude, way. I'm almost monetized. Can you oh, believe man, it? That's awesome. That, um, uh, router table video put me over the edge. Yeah. And then, uh, um, now I'm like a hundred subscribers away from a thousand. That's my, that's my last requirement. Speaking of, um, I put out a YouTube video. Yeah, last you put week. out I one. Yeah, I I really didn't. 
I didn't really talk about it as much as I should have. I should have kind of yeah. hit the hit the pavement a little bit more. Hit up Brian. And uh, part two, I'm deciding on whether I'm going to drop it on this Saturday or next Saturday. Yeah. Just because I I, uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot be a of people that'll one. be traveling. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. I I'm. I'm going to try to ride the Thanksgiving wave. You know, there's going to be a lot of folks waking up tomorrow morning just jackassing around on the internet. Sure. Not wanting to watch the parade. So I'm going to try try a release <laughs> Not party wanting tonight. to watch the Lions lose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, uh, check out Be Coned. Pick up a knife for Christmas. and. Oh, it's everybody. too late for that. I mean, I guess I have a couple that are ready to go I can ship, but well. can't do custom work at this point. There you go. Pick up a pre-made knife. Absolutely. All right, you man. Know, you, you've changed my mind. I'm going to drop that video this Saturday. It's the second part to this. Do it. Uh, it, the original plan was I, I took this billet of Damascus and I forged it down. I mean, it was an inch by an in, uh, inch and a half by, I think, eight inches long. Nice. And I forged it down, you know, by hand down into what was going to be a chef knife for my my video guy. Yeah. Yeah. But then it delaminated on the I know. spine. And yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So GBGB's there. I guess you guys have to tune in this Saturday to see how it turned out. Yep. I think I I, I know how it turned out. It turned out pretty badass, but you know, you guys gotta watch. I am excited to watch. I'll check it out this Saturday. Dude, I'll check out your video. What is it, tomorrow or later today you're dropping it? I think later tonight. There we go. Yeah. I just gotta finish up the thumbnail and then it'll go out sweet gotta go shoot well, ben, some chuckers first well ben this has been a fun podcast great talking yeah, to you. man good chatting with you and thanks to everybody out there for listening this is ben butler and this is brian Cohn for the work for it podcast happy thanksgiving to everybody here in the states and we'll catch you next week absolutely see you guys bye <laughs> bye, goodbye, 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 goodbye. <laughs> Stop recording. Goodbye. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save-